Welcome to the Whole Assistant Podcast. I'm your host, Annie Kroner. I'm an assistant who's passionate about our profession, and I'm also a certified coach who's invested in your success. You've come to the right place if you want to know what it looks like to stand in your power and achieve success as an assistant free from overwhelm and burnout. Now, on to today's episode. Hello, friends. So when I was thinking about what I was going to share with you this month, I really wanted to share my philosophy around asking for a raise. But then as I was thinking about it, I decided to broaden the scope of this particular podcast to ask for anything you may want. A raise, funds for continuing education, a change in title, increased responsibility, hybrid or remote work situation, whatever it is that you want. And the reason I decided to do this is because the concepts are pretty much the same between asking for a bump in salary and asking for anything you want. And so I really want us to think strategically about those things. And in the membership this month, we are focusing on money and on annual reviews. And it's such a great time of year to really conceptualize and think about what it is you want. Last week's episode, I talked about really owning your annual review and why that is an important thing and how we can all show up for our annual review from a place of empowerment and really own that process. So if you haven't checked out that episode, please do. It's full of good wisdom and insight and information. But today we're gonna talk about how to ask for what you want specifically. So this is important because I see a lot of you not asking for what you want or need and still getting frustrated when you don't receive it. So for example, you may notice a disparity of benefits or something like that between you and your colleagues and you don't speak up. You don't use your voice. You don't advocate for yourself or actually ask for what it is that you want or need. And then I think a lot of us, we just feel like, we are entitled to an increase in compensation or we would like an increase in compensation, but we don't get, we don't actually ask. And then we get frustrated when we don't get the compensation that we want or when we're just handed like a cost of living increase, right? Instead of an actual raise, raise. So we actually have to ask for what we want, guys, if we're going to get it. No company that I know of really, unless you have a really mindful boss and it's not even that people are being mean, but unless you have a really mindful boss, is are going to like notice what you're doing and then offer you more than what you're going to actually advocate for yourself for. So we actually have to come to our executive with a number if we're going to get it. Like that's the only way we're going to get an increase is if we actually ask for it. So I just that's one reason why this is important. And then also this month is a part of my membership. We are reading a book on negotiation called Ask for It by Linda Babcock and Sarah Lashiver. In this book, they give a whole bunch of statistics around how much men make and women make and what men ask for and what women ask for. And women don't ask nearly enough. Like there's like the statistics are really crazy about how much women actually advocate or ask for what they want or need. And oftentimes we are socialized to just take what we're, what, what we're offered and to just accept what we're offered. But so we don't even conceptualize what we would ask for if we were going to ask for more. So I really want us to think about this as a largely pink collar group of people um, that men on average still earn 17% more than women. As a largely pink collar group, this is a great place to start is by simply voicing the ask, by simply asking and preparing and making a case for whatever it is you want. 
So there are a few barriers to asking for for what we want, and they can be different for all of us. So a lot of us have this fear of asking for too much. And we fear that we're going to be laughed at or we're going to be looked at sideways or we're going to get these blank stares if we ask for too much. And so we don't ask for anything. Or we have this fear as a part of that. We can tend to have a fear of making people mad or angry or upsetting people. We don't want to rock the boat or upset the apple cart. We also have this fear of being laughed at or mocked or even a fear of hearing no. I'm not going to say that 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 the barriers are the same for all of us. A lot of us have more barriers than others, and some of us um, will have more to overcome. But that does not mean that we still shouldn't ask for what it is that we want. So some of these fears are legitimate concerns based on actual circumstances, such as an employer who has let you know that he sees you as inferior or his pigeonholes you in your role to only do like menial tasks or be very transactional in your tasks, or an employer who consistently shows narcissistic behavior flies off a handle. So some of them are legitimate circumstances like that, but some are a byproduct of how we've been raised or socialized, like not wanting to rock the boat or not wanting to upset the apple cart, not just wanting to keep things status quo, right? Some of those barriers, the fear is real, but the barrier is a byproduct of how we are socialized. So I just want to name that. And I also want to say that regardless of the origin, you get to decide how you show up for yourself and for your life and for your circumstances. You always have a choice. I'm going to repeat that. Regardless of your origin of your circumstances, regardless of the origin of your barriers to asking for what you want, you get to decide how you show up for yourself your life, and your circumstances. You always, always, always have a choice. So I just wanted to lay that out as like the foundation for the rest of what we're going to be talking about today. And so now we're going to get into the nitty gritty of how to actually ask for what you want. Knowing that we've got all these fears, knowing that some of them are well-founded and knowing that some of them are not, um, and knowing that for some of us, the barriers may be more than others. And also that, um, also that we still need to voice our opinion and still need to voice what it is that we want. How do we actually ask for what we want? Well, the first step is to be honest with yourself regarding what you want. So often as I'm coaching people, I will ask somebody, what is it that you actually want? And they don't know at first. Like it takes a while to kind of unpack it because they've never considered what they actually want. I think this happens as a result of not giving ourselves permission to actually want what we want. And we do this for several reasons. We do this because others will call us crazy. We have or think we have a skill gap or we've got imposter syndrome. We've got this voice in the back of our head asking us, who do we think we are? You can't, you can't ask for that. You're just, you're, you're not as good as you think you are. You're, you're getting really on your high horse here, right? So we disqualify ourselves. So we really, the first step to really asking for what you want is getting clear on what you want because you can't ask for it if you don't actually know and you aren't actually clear. And then also the second step for asking for what you want is to deal with your barriers. So what do I mean by deal with your barriers? I mean, get clear on what you're thinking. 
do a thought download, journal, write it out, get all those thoughts out of you, and then get curious about your thoughts, but recognize them as thoughts. So often we onboard our thoughts as the truth, as a circumstance. This is just the way it is. That's not exactly true. That is your interpretation of what's actually going on, but that may or may not be based in the reality of the situation. Even if it is, you still get to decide how you show up for the situation and for yourself. So really getting clear on what you're thinking and getting all of those thoughts out of your head and onto paper so you can actually see and deal with them is the first step in really kind of overcoming all those all those thoughts that are holding you back from actually taking the step to ask for what you want. And also talk it out with a friend or a therapist or a mentor or a coach. Just even talking it through with someone else can really reflect back to you what it is you actually believe and what it is you are is actually holding you back from taking that step of asking for what you want. And even just talking it over with someone can broaden your horizons and help help show you what is possible. And then the next step is to create a business case. So I want to go back to giving to the example of asking for a raise. So when I asked for a raise, I asked for a raise a year into my current position. I did a lot of research. I got online and researched. I asked a a colleague who was doing similar work, who had a similar role, exactly what she was making. Um, I also compared the job description of when I was hired to the actual job I was doing and then wrote down all the value ads and did all the things. I created a brag list so that when I showed up for that conversation, I was prepared. I had a list of all the things, all my value ads throughout the year. I had research. I had um, pulled up a job description. I'd done everything. I'd done everything. All my research, I knew what the going rate was. I also knew what people who had a job like mine, my job is really unique. I'm also a personal assistant in addition to being an executive assistant. And oftentimes it's hard to know what those roles go for, like what the compensation is for those roles because they're not posted everywhere. So I did my research and I came well prepared. And so I know my executive and he's a numbers guy. He likes to see data. So I was able to give him that data And I also asked for more than I expected to get because I know my executive is a negotiator, as most executives are. That's how they got to where they are. They negotiate. So I gave a very specific number. I want this amount of money. It was was probably 10 to 15% more than I expected to get. We We negotiated and then I landed at the number that I actually was driving for, that I really wanted. So just be clear on on your ask and then drive the conversation. What I mean when I say drive the conversation is that you're the one asking. You need to own the conversation. I encourage you to do this in last week's episode where I talked about how to have a stellar annual review and how to own the process of having your annual review and not just be at the effect of your annual review and what your executive is telling you to do and what he's telling you about your about your your performance. If you drive the conversation, you can get answers. And you can really steer the conversation in a way that will serve you. And it shows ownership and it shows leadership too. And you can totally do this from a place of humility, but you also need to do this from a place of inner strength. So you know your worth going into this conversation. You know your value. You know what it is that you want to get from the conversation and from the negotiation. And you just ask. 
right? And then I touched on this one just a minute ago. I think it's very important to be clear and specific in your ask. Very clear and specific in your ask. If you want to work from home, be very clear of what that looks like. If you want a hybrid situation, be very clear on what that looks like. If you want to work three days from home and two days in the office, you need to be very clear about that. I want to work Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from home. I want to work Tuesday and Thursday in the office. Be very clear and very specific in your ask. So often we don't get what we want because what we want is so wishy-washy. We aren't clear on what we want, so then we don't portray it right, so then we ask, and then it doesn't, it's not exactly what we wanted, and so we end up disappointed, but our ask wasn't very clear. And you can't negotiate if there's no specificity, right? I think this is especially true when it comes to asking for a raise, and there's a lot of advice out there right now about asking for a raise that I don't particularly agree with. (laughs) Um, And so... I do think it is important to be clear on your ask. I do think it's important to actually ask for the number you want and actually ask for a bit more so that if in the case that they want to negotiate, you can hopefully land at the number you want. And also just be aware that this is just going to be an uncomfortable process for a lot of us. A lot of us don't like being strategic when we negotiate. A lot of us don't like being strategic when we ask for what we want. A lot of us don't like asking for more than we expect to get. It makes us feel really, really nervous. But here's the deal, guys. Like when we actually allow ourselves to think in this way, to really see our value and our worth, to ask for more than we expect to get so that we don't leave money on the table, magic can happen. You get to grow as a result. (laughs) Your executive gets to gets to hear exactly what it is you want from your role and hear all the value add that you've given. And here's the last piece of advice. The last step in this process is to give space for a response. So once you've made your ask, be quiet, shut your mouth, sit on your hands if you have to, and just wait for the response. And I say this because I have lived this in my negotiations with my current executive for my salary increase when I when I started a year after I started, I gave the number and I sat on my hands and I got to tell you, it was so hard for me because there was this moment of awkward silence. And I think a lot of us have this inclination to just fill the awkward silence and then backpedal or be like, oh no, I like I this is what I want, but I'm willing to hear what you have to say. No, no, don't say anything. Just sit there and let it sink into him and let it sink in to your executive or HR department or whoever it is you're talking to. Just let it sink in for a minute. Zip your lip and just be okay with the awkward silence. Because eventually they're gonna say something. And my executive t- it took him a minute to process. But he came back with, okay, let me talk with our CFO. Let me see what we can do for you. Absolutely. You definitely deserve an increase for sure. Like he knows all the ways I added value. And so he saw that I did deserve the raise. But had I actually piped in and backpedaled, I don't think I probably would have gotten near what I got. And I got a decent bump. So we all have to realize that like it is going to be awkward and that's okay too. That's totally okay too. So that is what I have for you guys today. I'm just going to kind of review these steps on how to ask for what you want. First of all, um, be honest with yourself with regarding with regards to what you want. 
deal with your barriers, all the thoughts that are going to come up when you when you consider asking for what it is you, that you want. Oh, well, my organization won't do this. My organization won't do that. I realize that that may be the case, but you actually do not know until you make the ask. Third thing is create a business case. Compare what you actually do with the job description. Do your research. Come with data. Come with numbers. And then drive the conversation forward. You want to own this conversation. You're the one asking. You need to drive it forward. Then be very clear and specific with your ask. And then last but not least, give space for the response. Just sit on your hands and be quiet. Bite your tongue. Wait for their response. All right, guys. That is what I have for you today. Be intentional. Be whole. That is all for now. If you're an assistant or administrative professional, I'd like to invite you to join me inside the whole assistant membership. In this membership, we'll be unpacking and implementing the concepts I discuss on this podcast with monthly lessons and weekly group coaching. If you want to create sustainable strategies that will help you level up while remaining free from overwhelm and burnout and learn what it looks like to own your role, use your voice and stand in your power, this membership is for you. Go to wholeassistant.com slash membership to learn more and get started.